Hey, yo, gamers, this is Chuck. And this is Sean. And you're listening to The Fold. This is episode 48 of The Fold podcast. If you're a first-time listener, welcome. Welcome, yeah. We're going to hang out. We're going to talk some some vainglory. That's what we do here. Welcome to the basement and the stinky it's, sofa. Yeah, yeah. can you throw that thing Negative. away already? Nope. It's not going anywhere, dude. Some Febreze? That thing has been in my family for generations. Yeah, it smells like it. Yeah, it's awesome. No. Yep, it's got the no. funk on it. We no. want the funk. Give me the funk. Are we doing this we again? We want the funk. We're going to move on. Because you see, Hall & Oates, they've got a summer tour. Did you see that? Big summer tour, a lot of dates. I did. Are you going to go? If, if I have time. You should go. It will be awesome. On, depends on work. Little blue-eyed soul. Jay up, man. Um, we're moving on. Cool in the Gang is my new project. You like the cool in the gang? I like the cool in the gang. It was it was either them or Earth, Wind, and Fire, and they never returned my calls, so we went with cool. Cool's a good dude. Um, the gang, okay. the gang's good too. Yeah. All right, cool in the gang. Check it out. You're just living in the '80s, man. That's the '70s, brother. Um, okay. What have we been doing this week? I got some games in with you. Yes, you did. Yeah, it was fun. You uh you walked me through draft mode. I did. And we were kind of we were kind of we were kind of trolly. I wouldn't say we were trolly. We were would, a little we were a little trolly. I would say I was extremely extremely calculated in my decisions and I predicted wow. the other team flawlessly. Wow. So you were scientific in your approach. You were trolly. Can we should we explain what happened? I think we can explain what happened, and people can reach out on Twitter and tell us <laughs> was exceptions being a troll or was he being. All right, I am going to plead ignorance, so okay. this is all on exceptions. So I was the party leader, and I was being instructed. Yes. Um, by my my sensei. Yes. So the match opens up, and we get first ban, and we banned uh, Sky. Sky. Yes. Which is pretty common at this point. Yes, Sky is probably one of the most banned heroes I see. Okay. And that's that's from my experience in ranked queue and a little bit in the VGL. Sky's a very popular ban in VGL, not as much as she was last patch, I don't think, but I haven't looked at the statistics on the bans. Okay. So then they banned Vox. Vox. That surprised me. Am I just out of touch with the meta? No, Vox has always been strong. Okay. But it, it was and no... There's never been a patch where Vox was in a position where he wasn't a solid choice. So last last month, though, last patch, it seemed like uh, Kestrel, Kestrel Sky, Blackfeather were the, were the bands. But you, yes, you kind of they... called that Vox would go. You kind of yes. knew that Vox would be the one. Sky and Vox is a very common band pair. Okay. Just, it's super common. It's... Uh, I, part of it is they're both extremely mobile heroes. You don't want to go up against them. You don't want the other team to get them. Right. And it's, when you're in the second pick ban position, if they already got rid of Sky, usually Vox is going to be your response because okay. then you'd think they'll take Vox. And the funny thing was that it, with that is, like, I was probably playing our laner. Right. And Vox is a laner. Yes. I don't play Vox. So here's the funny thing, too Chuck doesn't play Sky or Vox. So, so those right. bands don't hurt you. So it comes back to us. Yep. Sky and Vox are banned. And it's I said, our pick. And you coach me up. 
I said, all right, so let's pick an Arden first. And what that that's going to cause them to do is not pick a Romer because they'll think we're done with Rome. We're done with Romers. We've got Arden. They're going to, you know, they'll pick up Catherine last. Correct. Most likely. Which, which is, which is sound thinking. Yeah. Let the trolling begin. So we, you know, <laughs> kick it over to the other team after we lock in our first pick of Arden. Oh, let the science begin. Go ahead. Yeah, let the science begin. So, you know, we've got Arden, Kath, uh, with Sky and Vox Band. They went with picks of Taka and Ringo. Correct. So both really strong heroes right now. Ringo has been brought back. I mean, he was never really gone, but the changes to, you know, like, Breaking point uh, between breaking point and just the tornado trigger, uh, not tornado trigger, tyrant's monocle changes. You know he's really strong right now. He's always in a good and place. He, he's a, yeah, he's always in a good place. He's never weak, but he's never op you know, or not ne- not always like the top pick, but he's up there. Sure. So with those strong laners band out, Ringo's a really solid choice. Yes. So and Ring, then, they go Ringo Taka. So now it comes back to us, and they're probably expecting us to go double carry here. Because we yes. have two picks now. Well, and we didn't go double carry because we still needed our Romer. Right, because I was going to play uh, Weapon Arden. Weapon Arden, which so this, was the plan this was, from, from This was Jump my Street. plan. This was my plan. It was, all right, we've got Arden, but we're going to take Catherine after and make them go Fortress or Adagio or Finn. Right. And, you know, then after we locked in Catherine, I decided... Actually, I kind of want to play Crystal Fortress in the lane. So you lane the puppy. I, I did lane Wolf, and we had a Jungle Arden and a Romer Catherine. And, so. of course, they respond to this by picking one of the two uh, Romers left, Adagio. Adagio. Personally, I would have probably chose Finn with that comp. Yeah, I prefer Finn with that comp as well. Um, you know, because Ringo can, get, can make good use out of Adagio. But Crystal Taka can't. Yeah, and they were because yeah. Crystal Taka is like an in and out and relying on his abilities, not his auto attacks. And so, it got off to a rough start for us. It did. It did. Uh, we we were a little far behind in the jungle. I tried coming down and helping a few times. I did manage to turn a couple of the early fights for us by coming down. Of course, the uh, Ringo was very on point with rotating too. So yeah. anytime I I did, he did. And it really stopped us from getting too far in that match. Yeah, it was a really it was a really good game and uh I'll shorten this up and say that, you know, we ended up winning um pretty late. Well not late, but later in the game. I think we survived well, a crack in We survived a crack and they had, took us down to uh, all turrets down. All our turrets were down. I think they had four turrets still up at five. that point, five turrets still up, and we, we mounted a comeback. For some reason, they never rushed the the crystal. And, well, uh, I, I you think said that it would was, be a bad we, we call. Were, we were kind of staggering their deaths. Yes, we were, we were doing, oh. they were feeding us uh, deli, deli ticket style. Now, yeah, like now we, serving we 25, 25. Oh, Mr. Taka. Okay, you're dead. Yeah, we're, we're taking a crack in, and Taka <laughs> comes in, tries to steal it when it's me and Catherine because you were down. I was down, yeah. You died in the earlier fight where we took out the other two on their team. Correct. And I just jumped. I was going to actually buy an infusion and a potion because I was out of mana, and I came back. Taka came. <laughs> Catherine was getting the last hit on the Kraken, and I used my bite on him. Right. 
and he just went down like a rock. Yeah, he dropped, and, then, and we got the Kraken, and they surrendered, and yeah. everyone raised their hands in victory. It was fantastic. It was a lot of fun. So you go ahead and tell us whether that was out the best part of that fight, the that best, game, the best part of that game. Yeah. So I'm gonna winning. Just, I, wanna, I talked I about winning. No, the, remember the, the gold mine? <laughs> oh yeah, go ahead. So there was this there was this uh, gold mine. <laughs> Chuck and um, Catherine it was Desarno. Catherine Desarno, uh, Nick Guild member were over. You know, getting into a fight, they died. I had to back out of the fight. I was just a little bit too low, and I didn't want to you know go in and give them the ace. But after the fight was over, my wolves had just came off cooldown. I just got a frost burn. So I send out the wolves and go rushing in. I take down Ringo. The gold mine helps me take down Adagio. Or the, uh, I take down Taka and the gold mine helps me take down Adagio for the ace. 1v3. 1v3 with yeah. the wolves. That was pretty big. <laughs> and then I got the gold mine because it was still low. That was, that we got was the pretty gold big. mine because they were down and you guys were up by that point. That was a fun game. So, it was a really fun game. So the listeners, you tell us whether that was trolly or not. Yeah, tell, tell whether tell it was scientific answer. or trolly. Yeah, cold right. calculated or a troll. That draft mode's a lot of fun. I love draft mode, yeah. and if depending on how quick we get this out, draft mode is in every ranked game right That's now. That's right. That's right. It's draft day. We're it recording draft on day. draft day. Um, all right. So let me talk quickly about our guilds. Both guilds at full full members. We're t- still taking applications. We're you know, involved in a culling process if people aren't kind of keeping up with the rec- the recommended play once every two days. Um, but we got a contest going on right now. I think it's pretty awesome. So I'm going to throw this out there. Uh, every week, we will be rewarding a um, couple hundred ice to the top two fame earners in each fold guild. Nice. Um, you cannot win that in back-to-back weeks. You can win in alternating weeks. We want to keep people involved. So yeah. in other words, if you were the top fame earner in the fold two week one, week two, you would not be eligible. We'd skip down till we got two new people. And then week three, you'd be eligible again. This is based nice. on, on a week to week basis. So if someone's running away with it, you know, every guild has these guys that have, you know, a million fame. Yeah. Uh, we don't want to give it to them over and over again. Um, on any given week, you could probably outperform somebody, right? Uh, depending yeah. on your schedule. So we're doing that. And then at the end of the season, in addition to whatever payouts we receive, there's also going to be a large payout based on um, who earned the most fame uh, nice. from last week going forward. So a uh, lot of interesting, exciting things happen in the full guild, trying to just keep it keep it exciting and keep people playing. Um, again, if you're interested in, in joining the fold guild, you, we've got an application process. You just go to the fold uh, go to discord.me backslash the fold. That's it. And I nailed got it. it this time. Nailed I just, it. I pulled it up just in case. <laughs> Cause you knew I was going to screw it up. Um, so you go there and, uh, in the welcome page, there's, um, some helpful links so you can fill out that survey. Uh, we do get a bunch of those every single day and we get, uh, we create a queue and we serve through that queue in order. It usually takes a day or two. Um, you know, based on turnover and whatnot. So a lot of exciting things happen in the guild. Uh, I know there was um, something posted on Reddit about uh, if you're not at a certain level at this point, you're not going to make it to 99. Apparently there's some uh, super evil, super evil nonsense going on with the guild leveling. Uh, But I'm having a ton of fun with the guilds. I love it. I'm okay if we don't make max payout. 
Um, and it's going to, it's going to be tight, dude. I'm telling you, have you, have you been looking at how, um, I mean, I think we're only at like 42 and it's a shortened season compared to last season. So yeah, a little bit shorter, but I I have faith in the fold. Yeah. It seems a lot harder to go up. Uh, also too, speaking of the guild, we got a very nice compliment. I'm a little behind in some of my podcasts, but of course, uh, Brad over at shadow the vein. Uh, if you're not listening to that, I definitely recommend you check that podcast out. Uh, Brad does a great job. Um, he has guests on every week, and they're always very interesting from all walks of the community, uh, some casual, some competitive. He recently had Gang Stars on, and I found that extremely interesting. I can't say enough. Go def- Definitely go listen to that episode um, if you want to find out um, more about the competitive side of this esports vainglory thing because that's a group that's doing it right. And I also want to give uh, kudos this week to Pont. Uh, one of the founders of Gangstars, he gave us kind of a it was a little bit of a shout out for the full guild. So I appreciate that. Thank you. And if you listen to that episode, you'll hear it. I teased him a little bit this week, but he's uh, he seems like he's a class act, and uh, those guys are setting the bar very, very high for what a competitive team and a competitive organization should look like in this community. And I hope that more people follow suit. So Definitely agree on all of that. Whew, that was a lot. I know you just kept your gums flapping for a while. Yeah, I'm good at that. Okay. Um, so Reddit, if you don't go on Reddit, you should. Yes. And you totally should. Yeah. If you're a Vainglory player, you should go on Reddit. First of all, the devs go there. Yes. Right. I know Kraken's there. Playoff beard. You're Wolf there. Hands, Wolf hands um, goes there. Chance there. Sugar just venom. Tons of people. Yeah, tons sugar of venom. People. I've seen chainsaw. I've seen um, Captain Nito. So first of all, the devs go there. It's a great place to get news. Yeah. Um, but recently on Reddit, there was a very hilarious post. Was there not? Yes, there was. It okay. was probably my favorite thread of all time on the Vainglory game subreddit. And if you don't know, to find the Vainglory game subreddit reddit.com slash r slash vainglory game right so just like you know the web page is vainglorygame.com the subreddit's name is vainglory game yeah and i know i know um you know justin had some pushback back in the day when i tried to get him into reddit it's it's spend a little time with it once you get it figured out it's it's easy and it's yeah. very, it's very good but it's, yeah, not, it's very very minimalistic yeah but, and it looks a little confusing at first but once you get it you got it yeah it's you easy. got it so um first of all do you know what ama stands for ask me anything ask me anything so a lot of times developers will do this i know that uh ciderhelm has done this right after the ciderhelm Cider does this a lot he does this after. a lot so after he released like the trilogy he said he did an ama it was a ciderhelm ama just come on this thread ask me anything you want i'll answer it yeah, he does a lot of like hero design AMAs. Uh, you know, when new heroes come out, he'll get on. He'll talk to everyone about the new heroes, what went into making that that hero, their kit, and you know, a lot of the de- design perspective. What you know, what he was looking for compared to what was needed, like perceived needs in the fold. Sure. And he'll talk about all that, and it's really interesting it's anytime he does super that. Super awesome stuff. AMAs are very interesting, typically. Yes, they're usually and, very good. Yeah. This yeah. one is no exception. Yeah, this one was probably my favorite AMA ever. Correct. And, and I, I like I've read a lot of AMAs. Now this is a very high profile figure in the community. Yes. Um it was kind of a surprise. I don't think anyone was expecting this. No, I, I don't think they were. It um, just kind of came out of nowhere. Yeah, so but like all great things. Yes. Um, 
and all great people. Saw. Saw, of all people, had an AMA on Reddit. Yes. The Vainglory subreddit. Um, he answers a lot of questions in here. He does. Should we give a couple samples? Um, I, I, I think I think we do, I think we do need to give a few. Samples. I, I think we do. So let me. Um, I had one. What happened? Uh, where is it? Do you have one ready? Here it is. I got it. So someone wrote, "Hey, saw, you ran out of minions when you were pushing turret, and now you're eating one turret shot after another. What does that taste like?" And saw wrote, "Persistence, definitely not regret." <laughs> And the person wrote, oh, my God, I'm dying. <laughs> and Saw replied, Saw will not attend your funeral. <laughs> All of Saw's answers are typed in caps. In all caps. Yep. All caps. So he's yelling. He is definitely yelling. Um, and and I just, I, I, I'm looking over this now. I've just got it up, and I'm just like, you know... Wow. So I'm gonna <laughs> I'm gonna so say I'm gonna goodness. say one of my favorites. Go ahead. Uh what happened to your face? Someone asked Vainglorious Saw. And he replied, Saw have beard that make playoff beard jealous, so he pays Saw to wear masks. <laughs> Fact. All right. So the go to Reddit, read this AMA. It's full of this. It's fantastic. And then also, um, Saw's Saw must have picked up a smartphone or something because he's on uh, he's on the Bird Web website. If yeah. You, if you go to at Vainglorious in, in, in Saw, words. you can find him on the Bird website at Vainglorious Saw. I love it. And he fairly active on on the Bird website. <laughs> <laughs> now, one of my favorite things, and this one came from the the, the Twitters. Um, someone asked, "Do you always? Why do you always buy Sorrow Blade when you have a gun?" So Saw's reply was, "Saw feed other weapons to gun." <laughs> <laughs> it's so awesome. It goes on and on and on. This is hilarious. Yeah. Just just looking at his Twitter feed and looking at that AMA are ridiculous, and it's Some, hilarious. One more, one more. Someone wrote WP or CP, and Saw wrote anything but defense. <laughs> Fact. <laughs> best Saw build is no defense. The, hey, you know, the best defense is a great offense. Offense, yeah. Um, this is fantastic. Definitely check it out. It's good for a chuckle. Kudos to whoever did that. Tip of the hat. Yeah. Tip of the hat to whoever did that. Kudos, tip of the hat to, to Saw. Kudos went to Pont and uh, tip of the hat to Saw this week. So speaking of Saw. Is that a, th is that a thing now? Yeah. Speaking of Saw, um, I've been seeing a lot of Saw on the fold. Yeah. Why? That's to be expected. Why do you think that is? You have a theory. I have like seven theories. It's because he's so attractive. That's number one. Because he goes to Cool in the Gang concerts. That's number two. Okay. Uh, number three is. <laughs> I, I love that you 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 amuse me now. Though. Like you 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 humor me the way Justin used to. You just you like. Have you noticed that you do that now? You just ignore me and continue talking. <laughs> exactly. Because you found that that's the because if you engage, if it, I engage, it just turns it into a big off, argument. It goes off the rails. 
Yeah, we, we start getting a little crazy, so I just realized it's best to just let Chuck have his moments. <laughs> Give feel... him his moments, let let him serenade you with Hollow Notes lyrics or try to sneak Hollow Notes, you know, song titles into the conversation and just roll with it. <laughs> oh, thank you. Thank you for humoring me. Um, that's, that's what I'm here for. Right. All right. So why do we think Saw? Well, there's a few things. We've been seeing in all of these, you know, big tournaments, VGL, VIPL, you know, all these big events and, uh, you know, Vainglory uh, Master Series even, we've been seeing a lot of push comps. A lot of Saw Adagio with a third, you know, whether it be Arden, uh, Finn, or, you know, a couple other heroes. But those two are probably the most popular with the Saw Adagio or even... um you know, Ringo Adagios and Vox Adagios. Okay. We've and seen the, a few of those. And, and you called it what? A push comp. A push comp. So what's a push comp? A push comp is essentially when you take your team and your major goal is to push down the lane as quick as possible. Okay. To end out that game as soon as you can. So we've talked about it before on the show. Saw um, puts so much pressure on the lane. Yes. Because the minute you're not there, he is doing massive damage to your turret. Yes. Like a fully spun-up saw gets 300% attack speed. Yeah. He is just doing work. And most good saw players don't really care if they die. No. They're just... Uh, an early game death for saw is an excuse to go and buy something. To go buy something. Exactly. He's going to outfarm you. And if you leave to go buy something, he is going to put hurt on your turret. Yeah. And you're and gonna. If you come up and gank him, he's like, "Okay, I'm gonna go buy a sorrow blade now." Yeah, and he. What is, are you gonna do about that? And he, yeah, and he is going to change the tempo and play of the game because of the pressure he applies to the lane. Yes. So he's kind of the core of a push comp, right? I mean, there are other push comps, but I, he's kind of. There are other heroes that can be used in the push comp, but I'd say overall, a well played saw is probably the most. Def- Effective at just winning in the lane. He can't do much else. Right. He can't go into the jungle too effectively and try to fight there. You know, the fights really need to be centered around Saw. A team needs to know how to play with Saw, right. not just the Saw knowing how to play it. You know, a lot of the times you hear people complaining about Saw, in my opinion, is because they don't know how to play with Saw. Yes. They don't know that. Saw is only useful while he's if he's a weapon build. Keep in mind if he's spun up, and there's someone near him. Now you and I play on different tier levels a lot, right? I play yes. in a much lower, much more casual tier than you do, and, yes. I, and I have to say, um, I cannot believe how many people will just rush into a spun up saw. And I really don't care who you are. That's death. Um. Yeah. Most of the time, it's death. Right. Um, so some of the things you're talking about, and we talk about this a lot too, is knowing who you're playing with and how they play. And you have to understand mm-hmm. that Saw is not a mobile hero. He's basically a turret that does yes. a ton of damage and he's very stationary. So I think I mentioned it in the last show. I've been playing a lot of Scarf and I had happened to play some games with some guild members and they were playing Saw and I was just throwing my puddle on Saw before the team fight happened yep. and just daring people to come in. That's knowing how to play with Saw, right? 
exactly. Like if you're Finn, you need to be standing right next to him, jumping up and down and giving him the armor buff, right? Keeping him alive. Yes. Things like that. So, um, or pulling targets back into him. Pulling targets back so he doesn't have to go fight running towards them. Mm. Uh, if you're fighting against a saw, make him come to you. Make him come to you. Yeah. Uh, stun him. Get yeah. an Atlas pauldron. Slow his attacks down. If it's a crystal saw, it's a little differently different. Uh, but for weapon saws, which is the majority Typical, of the saws. Yeah, we yeah. See. We'll focus on weapon saw for this conversation. Yeah. Now, you think, too, the breaking point change has something I to think- do with the, the rise in saw? I think Saw is a ton of fun to play. I love playing Saw. It yeah, I love playing Saw. He's one of my favorite heroes. You yeah, know, I've I've pl- I play him in any position too. I play him in the lane, the jungle, yeah, and I I'm a I'm a big fan of Sawport. <laughs> I've jungled him quite a bit, but um, so you think so, Breaking Point? Talk about Breaking Point for a minute. Breaking Point was changed in the last patch, uh, one fourteen, to take off the crit and change it. So and it changed the recipe. So since there was no crit, they needed to find, obviously, another item to build into it because before it used to be a blazing salvo and a lucky strike. So it was changed up to build in with a heavy steel. So you go heavy steel, blazing salvo, and you've got a breaking point that has attack speed and weapon damage on it. Plus, it's got this... It's a really interestingly worded and uh, how to use... But essentially, it's 25 stacks now. And it stacks based on how much weapon damage you do, not how long you're in combat. So with Saw, you've got 300% attack speed when you're spun up. If you can do enough damage to, you know, stack that up, which increases with each stack, by the way. It's like an extra five or so weapon damage done for each stack that you want to gain. You gain 10 weapon power, up to 25 stacks. So the stacks are up. The crits are off, and the weapon power is down for melee and up a little bit for ranged. It's a better fit for him. So it's, you know, a little bit better fit um, now because the old breaking point, Saw couldn't stay in combat for 10 seconds to get 10 stacks of breaking point, but Saw can do enough damage in three seconds to get 10 stacks of breaking point if he's spun up. Okay. All right. Well, that explains why we're seeing him so much. I mean, and not just that, the, he's just a, a strong hero, especially yeah. in the lower tiers when people don't know how to counter him. Yes, for sure. So, um, you have been very busy this weekend. Yes, I, I have. And it's crazy how busy you are, but uh, we pushed the recording day back because you're so busy. Yeah, we like we usually, or used to record on weekends, but when VGL's going on, yeah. weekends are no bueno. Yeah. That's cool. Oh, I mean, I appreciate I appreciate you helping out. So let's go. I'm trying to get to I'm trying to get to VGL stuff because I want to I want to talk about some VGL stuff. So you had a busy weekend. We're down to 16, right? Yes, from we started 64. Off, started off with 64. Well, actually, we started off with um, what 90 something, 90, 98. Well, I mean, going into this weekend, you're at 64. Uh, well, Friday we had 90 something. Oh, did you have 90 something on Friday? Yes. Okay. For each region, we had about 90-something teams. We had the amateur games, the bottom 32 versus the amateurs. 96, that's the number okay. I was looking for. Uh, we had the, the bottom th- 32 versus the 32 top amateurs from the amateur series that ran parallel to the first qualifier. We had the round of 64 proper after the amateur versus bottom 32 went. 
And then we had the round of 32. Okay. Who decides what we're going to call these brackets? Uh, I don't know. Cause Not they're, me. They're called Catherine, Adagio, Ozo, and Ringo? Yes. Okay. All right. So talk to me about what happened this weekend. Because once again, I didn't see any. So we had a really start changing that. So we had a really interesting um, Friday. First off, I expected for the most part the bottom thirty-two seeds to win their matches against the amateur teams. Okay. And overall, that was fairly true. Did any of the amateur teams advance? Uh, About fifteen total between both regions. Wow! Really. Yeah, about seven or eight per region. That's from awesome. What I remember. That's fantastic. Yeah, That's and even cool. a, and even better than that, a couple of these made it to the round of thirty-two. Really? Yes. Wow, that's fantastic. Yeah, there were there were a couple of teams that made it through that were managed to play well on both uh, Friday and Saturday and beat out teams. Well, so what you're going to see though now is. You're going to see this sort of, I don't want to call it changing of the guard, but you're going to see this influx of new. At every tournament, as they get further in, they get more comfortable with what needs to happen. Yes. And and I'll, I'll say a big portion of this is, um, you know, maybe why none of the teams, none of the teams made it to the round of uh, 16. You know, we've yep. got the 16 coming up next weekend. None of the amateur teams had made it up there unless I completely missed something, which I don't think I did. But... I think one of the big advantages that all these teams that have, or not not all of them have played before, but it, most of the top 64 teams had played in BGL before, so we're familiar with draft mode even before it became a thing in-game. Sure. Because we've been running drafts for months, right. since September. Yep. Well, actually, actually, our first draft mode event was back in July, I want to say. Yeah, I mean, you guys have been doing we did, it we did, we did a very small draft mode event with only like four teams from each region. And it was just kind of like a, a fun little thing we put together. There was no, you know, huge prize associated with right, it. Because it's more than just playing the game, right? I mean, I used to compete in tournaments in another game I played. And, and it's it's about going and living through the event and playing that game for eight, nine hours in that day. And, yeah. you know, the stamina. And, you know, the first time I went, I didn't bring any snacks. And the next tournament I went to, I had to bring crackers and some sodas yeah. so I could stay, you know, on my feet for the day like this you know i mean that wasn't a video game it was a, it was yeah. a different type of game but same idea right there's all same it, idea same you have to learn how to get through it now speaking of learning how to get through it my boys your boys my boys so, that's my this, team yeah this is one of my favorite uh things to mention we've mentioned it before because they did really well in the first qualifier you know why it's a favorite thing to mention? Because these are just such not that no, listen. Everybody's a great guy, but these guys these guys are like super awesome guys. Yeah, the yeah. Vane Nation guys. Vane awesome. Nation is who we're talking about. They did really well again. The Vane Nation is once again in the round of sixteen. Round of sixteen. So they've got a tough match up ahead of them. They probably have the toughest match <laughs> in the round of sixteen. Yeah, I, I'd say. Hang on, let me pretend like I know what's going on, right? They're playing Gangstar Sirius, yes, which is currently is. composed of uh, Iraq, Iraqis. Or hey, you gonna let me do it now? Come okay. on, I want to okay. flash a little bit like I know what I'm talking about. It's my podcast. Iraqi Zoro, mm-hmm. Fuji, yes, 
and Gabe Vizel. Correct. Pretty good players. Pretty good. Yeah. Really? That's that's <laughs> all you've got to say about them. They're like I mean, they're like the Patriots of Vainglory. I'd I'd say they're definitely up there. Yeah, right? Consistently one of the top contending teams. Now, yeah. this is a new composition because they did lose they did lose Cull. Yes, Cull went over to Alliance. Cull the Meek has left Gangstars, and that was a... Closer. Well, no, he, did, he hasn't left Gangstars. Okay, he's left... He's left... Serious. Serious, okay. the team. Okay. He is still part of Gangstars. He's still part of their community, but he is not on a competitive team for them anymore. Okay. A little bit of a difference. No, that's for sure. I, I have no idea what I'm talking about. Sometimes I do. Okay, so, but Vane Nation, they've got a tough matchup in the round of 16 because they're playing Gangsta Sirius, who have to be a one seed, I'm assuming. Yes, they are a number one seed. Yeah, so 16 plays one. Is that where we're at? Something like that? I don't know what Vane Nation was seeded. Vane Nation is a, is a four seed in their bracket. Okay. So they're part of the uh, Catherine bracket, if I recall. All right, so I should be able to look at that as you're telling me to look at it. He's, yeah, so he's scolding me, If you look at the Catherine bracket, you'll see Gangster Sirius is the number one seed out of 16 teams in the Catherine bracket. And Vane Nation, and Vane is, Nation is the fourth seed in that bracket. So they're going to have to beat them. You know, you want to be the best, you got to beat the best. Exactly. That's so the way Vane Nation's got to prove it early. Right, and then you've got uh, in that same Catherine bracket, it looks like Vaughn Menace versus uh, Halcyon Hammers Kinetic. Yes. Okay. Let's run a quick. Let's run through these quick. You got Alliance playing. Oh, that's a good one, right? And oh, you're talking about the Adagio bracket Alliance Ad- versus Nemesis Titan. Yeah. That's going to be. Uh, that's going to be a really good match. Uh, Nemesis Titan's roster has changed since the last time. But they're still a really strong team, and okay. they've had a really strong showing so far. And then you've got uh, Vertigo Black against you know Team Phoenix Resolve. Team Phoenix. All right, I see them. So on, this see them this on the is internet. actually a really interesting matchup. Vertigo Black is is of course one of the teams from the NA Live Finals back in December. They were, you know, in the autumn autumn uh, Live Finals. They made it there, and they had a pretty good performance there. And Team Phoenix is a relatively new organization that actually wasn't... This team of theirs, they have three teams in. The Resolve team was not the team that was expected to be this far in. Okay. So, so they actually good. took out... They're a sixth seed. They took out the number three-seeded Team Penetrate, which had a really strong showing last time. I believe they were top 16 then. It says here they went 2-0. and Yeah, and they went 2-0. Okay. So, you know, really good job by them. I'm going to skip the Ozo bracket. I'm going to go to the Ringo bracket. Okay, because you know I'm going to talk about the Ozo bracket. <laughs> See? I listen. Sometimes. I listen. So we got uh, Gangstars again. Yes. Damn, it's good to be a gangstar. That's like their motto, right? <laughs> Damn, Damn, it feels, feels good, good to be, be a gangstar. That's like Ice yeah. Cube or something, isn't it? Yeah. Who is that? Who sings that? I don't remember. Oh, you're killing me. All right. Um, it's cool in the gang. Uh, they're playing the Rage Pingers. Yes. It's a fantastic name. <laughs> I don't know anything about those guys, but it looks like they... Uh... They've got a couple solid players. Um, you've got the Big Dog. He's a ver- uh, top-tier player, vainglorious level player for the past, you know, since before seasons were a thing. Okay. And uh, 12 Tacos 12, well-known yeah, competitive absolutely. player. Okay, yeah. And Alex go. was also a player on Frame Perfect back in the Autumn Live Championships. Okay, so some names on there. 
So, and you've got actually got someone with live stage experience on that team. Right. Which is also another important thing. Yeah. Um, and then, uh, Lib X versus Vertigo. Yeah. And this is an interesting one. Um, Liberation X was the autumn champions. You know, they, they came in and actually had a really interesting story the first time. They didn't receive any points in the first qualifier for the autumn mm-hmm. and came back with a um, very nice performance in the second to get them seated into the, you know, the live. Yeah. They came and got themselves seated into live finals. And that happened again. Oh, really? Well, that hasn't happened again yet, but I'm expecting it to happen again. I'm expecting Liberation X to be making a showing at the live okay. championships next month. Uh, but they didn't get any points in the first qualifier. They were actually eliminated in the round of 32 last time by Team Smurf Vanguard, who was actually eliminated just the other day. They were taken out in the round of 32 this time. They, we were going to see a potentially a rematch between Team Smurf Vanguard and Liberation X, but unfortunately it didn't happen. Okay. Liberation X won, Team Smurf Vanguard went down, so it's going to be Liberation versus Vertigo Diamond. Okay. So we got one more bracket to go over. The Ozo and, bracket, and we've got, uh, let's uh, see, Halcyon Hal- Velocity yep. versus Team Phoenix Rising. Yeah, and Halcyon Hammers Velocity was a very strong showing. I believe they were the... Um, the number two seed coming out of this bracket. Yeah, and they, they had a really good finish last time. I think it was top 16. And it's got they've changed up the roster, and it's got, you know, look at this roster, D'Enzio, Xenotech. Yeah. Aloha. I know Xenotech. Yeah. I, yeah, I know I, that guy. I think you do. Yeah, I think you've met him. He's a cool dude. He is. He's a, he really, is. He's a really nice guy. He's a sweetheart. I got to say it. I know he's got the whole the whole ghoul thing going, but he's a, he's a sweetheart. He is. He is. All right. Um, you know, and so Halcyon Hammers and, of course, Team Phoenix. This is Team Phoenix's uh, top-seeded team. Okay. Loving E-Man, who was also one of the players in the live championships back in oh, Okay, autumn. sure. So, you know, it, but it's a new organization, new team, so we'll see what happens there. I, I don't know what to expect. I think Halcyon Hammers' velocity is going to take it, but I could be wrong. Okay, now this last one. This is going to be on. I can watch this next weekend. Yes. Do you know one, when it's going to be on? This one will be on at 3 p.m. Pacific time on Saturday. Okay, 3 p.m. Pacific and, time on Saturday. This is the game we're going to highlight this week. This took us a long time to get here, but but this is what we're going to try and do is try and highlight matches yeah. that people should tune in and watch. And the one we're going to highlight this week is, of course, it's like Red Sox-Yankees. Mm-hmm. Nemesis um, versus Gangstars. Nemesis versus Gangstars. So Nemesis Hydra against yes. Gangstars Polaris. Yes, and you know the rosters may change, but anytime it's Nemesis versus Gangstars, it's a must-see match. It's yeah. gonna be good. It's gonna be a good one. These guys know each other. Yeah, these guys. You know, these guys all know each other. They play with each other. You know, they've played with each other as you know teammates in the past. They played each other as opponents in the past. Yeah. And as, as a lot of the higher tier players do, when you look up in the higher tiers, it's not always the same people, at least in North America, it's not always the same people playing with the same groups. You know, these guys are always playing with each other, against each other, and just, you know, they, so they know each other fairly well. Yeah. So, and then, you know, the Nemesis Gangstars rivalry has been around as long as Vainglory's yeah. had a competitive scene. Yeah, there was a Back while where this was the featured matchup every Friday on the dev stream. 
Yes. For a short time. So listen, here's what I'm going to suggest. Let's wrap it up with this. Go download Shadow the Vein. Listen to the Gangstars episode. Find out what they're about. Tune in on Saturday and, and root against them. I mean root for them or root we'll against root them. One, root for here's what you do. Pop some popcorn. Sit yes. down and listen and watch this on Twitch. And yes. that's all. And just enjoy it for what it is. It's going to be great gameplay. Yes. All right. 3 p.m. Pacific, so, twitch.tv slash League. So this is twitch.tv slash League. It'll be featured in-game. That rolls right off the tongue. Yes, All right. it does. Um, it will be featured in-game. This is a huge matchup. This is this is what this is what you want to tune in for this week. Um, did you come up with a name for this little segment? No, not yet. No? Exceptions Esports Minute? No. I think we spent like five or ten on this. It was more than, yeah, it was a lot. That's okay. Um, we got to come up with a name for it. So, eSports with exceptions, I don't know. We'll come up with something. I don't like eSports. And we haven't even gotten into EU, but I think we'll skip on the EU for now. We're both <laughs> North American players. Yeah. I'm North American-centric. I'm Northeast-centric. If it's not really happening in my backyard, I'm... So you're, so you're rooting for Alliance? Uh, against Nemesis Titan? No, well, no, I'm just. Uh, oh, yeah, against Nemesis Titan, yeah. Yeah, then I, I get. See how I did that? I brought it right back. I got the bracket open. I'm looking. I'm, I sound like I know what I'm talking about. You do. Yeah. Yeah. I always get Hydra and Titan confused. Okay. When um, I was at the live championships, I was like Hydra, Titan. I don't. Wh- whichever one of you that is. Well, you certainly know a lot more about this stuff than I do. So I'm learning, and you're teaching me. So it's good. Um, I'm hey. gonna definitely try to get and watch that game next Saturday. That's like. That's like noon time on the East Coast, I believe. No, it's uh, six. six p.m. on the East Coast time. Yes. Oh, maybe I'll get together with Maxo and we'll do something. Yeah. We'll like do. Let's say I try to join you, but I'll probably be busy. We'll do a thing. Yeah, you're I'll gonna. Prob- you're gonna I'll be probably busy. be recording the other match that's happening at the same time, which is actually Gangstar Serious versus Fane Nation. Yeah, which will not be broadcast, correct? Yes, but I will be recording it unless okay. uh, unless schedules like get really crazy out of hand. You I know, expect I expect lots of messages, so you keep me posted on what my boys are doing. I won't keep it during the game because I want to have a good recording. Yeah, I understand, but yeah. like I won't know what's yeah, going on. I want the quality on, so. to be up there. I don't want to like be I- staring off at the jungle shop while they're off doing a team <laughs> fight because I'm typing to you. All right. Well, priorities is I guess figure it out. Get have small child text me results. Okay, I'll ask. He'll him be too. like Red Dragon, shoot fire. You should have him. You should <laughs> Can have. I tell you what happened, dude. Small child should do an AMA. It, he, just, you know, small child <laughs> got Arden Tower last night. Oh, did he? Yes. I and didn't know that. Do you remember? I don't know if you were watching, but back a while ago, I did one of the downtime streams for uh, I think it was one thirteen or one twelve, and small child got on and was telling a knock knock joke. I do remember. And it was that. knock knock. Who's there? Banana, banana who? And then he'd, knock knock. <laughs> and he, he just did that for like two minutes on the Arden Tower app. See? You know, and of course he did it on the dev stream for like five minutes. Small child AMA. I want it. Make it happen. I'll see what I can do. And then you can actually ask him the questions and type the answers. His answer would be no most of the time, <laughs> or fine. like something completely unrelated. That's perfect. That's what I'm talking about. All right. So listen, I have one more thing I want to talk about this week. I think, right? Yeah. All right. So um, we'll make it three. Yeah, three more things. Everybody asks me all the time, "Is that a shtick? Are you guys really doing that?" So, I, I really do forget everything we're supposed to talk about. It's it's never planned, and I usually think of something at the end that I want to talk about. Yeah. I know it's it's never planned, but 
I don't know. I'll let you think that it is. I don't know. Maybe we're trolling. Maybe, we, maybe, maybe we're trolling. Maybe we're trolling. And, and remember, know. tell us, was I trolling during that draft? Yeah, we need to know. That needs to happen. All right. So here's the thing. I've been playing some, and I know you were surprised to hear this, but um, Blackfeather annoys me so much when I play against him. I really do get frustrated against Blackfeather. I feel like the fact that he negates things while applying damage just just pushes him into a place that is unpleasant for me to play against. Uh, I will agree that Blackfeather's kit is really strong, and in the hands of a skilled player who knows how to use it, it can be really devastating. Yeah, I feel the way I feel about him the way I feel about Taka. So what I should do is just start playing him like I played Taka, because it really did make Taka easier for me to counter. Yes. Once once I realized, you know, I learned, I took the time to learn how to play him. I should probably do that with Blackfeather. I, uh, I'm not into the fancy pants thing right now. I don't know. Maybe we'll get there. Maybe, yeah. I don't like this. The way he darts forward with his sword just aesthetically is not pleasing to me. It's a beautiful artwork, but, oh, speaking of beautiful artwork, let's get right off topic. Um, yeah, of course. First, <laughs> first thing we do here. Topics, throw them away. <laughs> and this is why I forget things. I'm old. I forget things. Um, the lighting on the heroes on the new map is mm-hmm. phenomenal. Did they say that they redid all the lighting on the heroes? Because it looks like they did. Well, it's. Ju- I think it's just a side effect, and uh, don't ask me. I'm not an artist uh, or part of that team that does that. Because I'll but tell you. I think the lighting effects, just how they reflect off the models yeah. is different, okay. and it changes how you perceive them to look. The, the models haven't changed. Dude, I'll tell but you. how what. the models are affected by the map has changed. Take Adagio... Base set base skin into the new map. I will have to it. It is fun. It is beautiful. It is gorgeous. It's gorgeous. All right. So, anyways, um, black feather. So I yes, said to you, I said to you off air. You got you got to help me because I'm I'm struggling with black feather. I got to assume other people are too. And it seems like everyone I play against is is the hands of a skilled player because they go like fourteen and two. <laughs> And by, you know, mid to late game, there's nothing I can do. There's no, yeah. So what, please, please, Sean, help me. What can I do, exceptions? What okay, are some of the things I can do? Why, first of all, why? Why is, he, why is he so frustrating to play against? Okay, I'll go over his kit real briefly. Yeah, go real briefly. To remind people what he is. Okay, so we've got his heroic perk, his heartthrob, which ties into his other abilities. And... What Heartthrob does is it stacks these little hearts around you, and when you get to the max, which on players it's five, and I'm not, I'm just going to talk about how it affects players at this point. So, at five stacks, it will allow you to use your first ability to go ahead and basically do an execute type attack on a target. You know, bonus weapon damage uh, based on target health, and tr- it's true damage, isn't it? At that point. I believe the true damage component was taken out. Okay. It's just the true damage. I think the true damage is gone, and now it's just a weapon ratio. Okay. So it's just extra weapon damage. All right. So, not true damage. Right. It used to be true damage. If I and I'm probably if I'm wrong, someone tell me. But I'm almost positive it was changed away from the true damage. I think the true damage was found to be a little bit too strong, and I'm actually I'm like checking right now. Yeah, you're doing a good job talking while you check. So. What that'll do is, and yeah, it doesn't say anything about true damage anymore. So okay. I think it's just bonus weapon damage now. So what that is, it's got 
an 18% weapon ratio on it as missing health damage. And, you know, when you've got later on in the game, you know, sometimes a breaking point or just like a Sorrow Blade and a Tyrant's Monocle or a Serpent's Mask, you know, you've got a lot of weapon damage in that. Missing health, if he gets you to half health, you're doing 24%, you know, missing health damage on an overdriven Fane of Heart plus an 18% weapon ratio on top of yeah, that. Yeah, it's a lot. That's a lot. All right, so if he gets full stacks on me, what do I I mean, it's not hard for him to do that, so what do I do? Well, there, well, I'll talk about it. There's a few ways for him to get full stacks. Number one is, you know, faint of heart. If he uses on you, he can get full stacks. Right. If he uses his uh, on point, his second ability, he can add stacks to you. And if, you know, so auto attacks, on point, and by using the ability itself, when it's overdriven, it'll add five stacks on his faint of heart, or when he uses other abilities, it'll add like a stack at a time. Or if he uses his ultimate, if you're in the path of that and get hit, it will apply a stack. So lots of ways to apply stacks. Ideally, you want to have him use it, have to use his faint of heart in the beginning of the fight to initiate. So you know you've got a few seconds break before he can use it again for that execute. So to do this, you want to either, you know, kite away from him, make him use it as a gap closer. You know, that means either dodging his on point, if he's trying to slow you to catch up, or, you know, using a reflex block if he gets close enough to you. To keep him from stacking it up, and then when it's off, the reflex box is off, he hits it because it's just kind of like a reflex type thing. Or you know you can you know you can use an atlas pauldron to slow down his basic attack so he can't get those stacks on you. Right. So that's probably the first piece of tech against him, right? Yeah. the fir- The best piece is probably the atlas pauldron. It's the most consistent. Right. He gets near you, use an atlas pauldron. Hopefully, you've had you were able to predict it close enough so you know between the time you activate the Atlas Pauldron and the time it goes off that he hasn't gotten his five stacks up on your armor. Because already. Atlas Pauldron slows down his basic attacks, right? Yes. Okay. Slows down his basic attacks and it, remember Atlas Pauldron's got a slight delay before it goes off from when you tap it. Correct. It radiates out from you? Yes. And, it, and it's it, very hard to reflex block. Yes. In, yes. The, in the midst of a fight, it's a very hard animation to see. Yes. Um, okay, so, so, Atlas, so Atlas Pauldron... When black feathers on the field, yes. All right, Atlas Pauldron's definitely a thing. Um, one of the other things to talk about is if you're in draft ranked mode, mm-hmm. if you've got a draft and you see a black feather, so what's the counter? This is what you're going to tell me now. Yes. Okay. So there's black the, feather. Boom. First pick. The counters would be mobile heroes because black feather himself is very mobile. So Koshka. Koshka, Sky, Taka. Okay. Or, you know, heroes that can lock him down. But with the heroes that can lock him down, it's not a hundred percent success. Sure. Because he can, you know, use his ultimate to get out of his rose offensive to get out of a gauntlet. He can use it to reflex block a stun. Yeah. You know, it's essentially a reflex block. So you can use it to get away from a stun, get away from a gauntlet. It's so frustrating. It's it's very it's a little frustrating. Um Ringo's a good choice against him with his slow, his you know, long range. Also, because yeah, because of the, the leashing. Yeah, able the kite, to get that the kiting, long range. The yeah. kiting. 
Okay. You know, able to slow him, keep him from gap closing as easily, or when he does gap close, be able to hit that off and kind of move away before he can get, get off. Um, you know, a silence is really good on him, stops him from using his abilities. Sure, but you got to get it off. Getting a silence off isn't as difficult. I mean, if you've only got two silences, Vox and Catherine. Right. And if you can get a surprise silence from a bush, yes, you can follow up with a good stun right after. Sure. Well, he's typically not going to be building much more than a reflex block, right? Uh, there's late game. Some, he might blow that open, but he's going some, offense. I mean, Blackfeather needs usually about two items. Yeah. Minimum, two offensive items before he starts doing well. Yeah. And I haven't been seeing as much of the tank Blackfeather as we used to. We used to see like the Breaking Point Serpent's Mask full tank. Yeah. That isn't as popular right now because Breaking Point requires a lot more in this uh, in weapon power. Okay. To become as useful, so I've been seeing like Sorrow Blades and Monocles, uh, Serpent's Masks and Monocles. Right. You know, different little things. Uh, tornado Trigger with Sorrow Blade is one of them. Okay, so Ringo, because he can apply damage from range. Yes. Is a hard, is a hard counter, right? Yes. Uh, Sky, of course. She's Sky, because she's so mobile away. and can get away. Koshka, because she's in and out. out. Yeah, she definitely zone him out. Koshka's in and out. Taka is also in and out and able to, you know, make himself invisible and get away. Right, and apply huge damage. And apply, Yeah, he's able to apply huge damage. And we've been seeing a lot of Crystal Taka, so a Crystal Taka can put huge bursts onto him and maybe open it up for the rest of your team to burst him down. Yeah, so he's another one where Krull used to be the same way, like team fight against him is always better. Yes, you need, you need coordination between okay. your team. Okay. You know, if you can coordinate stuns and silences and slows with He can't your stop team, at all. He, yeah, he can stop some of it. But he can't, he can't, he's going to run out eventually. Right, right. You know, only two charges on his Rose Offensive and, a, and an extra reflex block at most. Very rarely do you see a Black Feather with a, either a Crucible and a reflex block or an Aegis and a reflex block. Or it's going to be one you of them. Know, yeah. It's usually only going to be one of them. Right. Like, I know I was watching a VGL match and I saw a hero, I think it was a Saw actually, that had an Aegis and a reflex block. Hmm. But that's more of, you know, the exception, not the rule. Sure. Sure. Most players aren't going to go into double reflex block. Right. Um, okay, so if I find myself roaming, Catherine's my choice? Catherine would be my favorite choice against him. Okay. Just because she has a lot of utility, um, a she stun, a silence, and plus, if you can time it right and catch him off guard, have you ever reflected back and execute on him? Oh, I got to think that's crazy. It is pretty nuts. Yeah. So she seems like the roam that you'd want to be against him. Yes. Um, in my, in my opinion, he's definitely she's definitely probably the strongest against him. Okay. I mean, if you've got a serpent's mask one, serpent's mask black feather, a fortress could do really well. Okay. Because of his bleed with the mortal uh, wounds. Mm -hmm. Okay. And just fortress is really strong these days. Yeah, he seems pretty. Seems like he's in a good place. Really fun to play too. I got to go back and revisit the puppy. All right, well, I'm going to head out this week then and try um, and try some of this because I am seeing just so much black feather. Again, different different skill tier than you, but I'm seeing them a lot. When I see them, it is it is frustrating to me. I'm I'm I I can understand why he's a he's a very strong hero and just so much escape, so much gap close, and yeah, yeah. It's uh, you know you throw in 
you know, a teammate has fountain for him and he's got reflex block and I feel like he's coming out of every team fight just, you know, full health. And cocky. And yeah, he's so cocky. Just drives me crazy. Um, do you have anything I, else? I have 10 things I can think of if you want to go through them. What do you got? No. All right, good. number 10. We're going to do 10, <laughs> top 10 lists. Are we doing, are we, are we like no. Letterman now? No, we are not. We're so not Letterman. Um, I do like lists that though. I'm better. a fan of lists. I should think about that too. Um, I'm pr- I think this was a good episode. I hope people enjoyed it. I think it was too. Um, they can find me um, in game. Um, Chuck the Fold, capital C, capital T, capital F. And I'm Exceptions, capital E. Correct. And then they can find me. Uh, I have a website. It's thefoldpodcast.com. They can find us there. What about Discord? dot me slash the fold if they want to get on the discord discord dot me slash the fold is something i would definitely recommend uh there's a lot of chat going on there we got some chat rooms and then there's a lot of talking going on like chat like text chatting and then talking talking chatting voice Uh, chat there's yeah voice chat there's a lot going on on my discord um it's a pretty cool place to hang out even if you're not in the guild i recommend stopping in there discord is such an amazing app um I'm Chuck the Fold on there as well. On Twitter, it's at the Fold Podcast. Um, what else? You can get this show on iTunes. Chuck, you can email at Chuck at the Foldpodcast.com. Chuck at the Foldpodcast.com. Uh, go on iTunes and leave a review. I haven't said that in a long time. Um, that helps the show, actually. And get your friends to leave reviews. Yeah, get everybody to leave a review. Um, have you left a review? Three of them. Nice. One from each device. One from Logged each. into awesome. different Apple IDs. Awesome. Um, thank you very much for that. No, seriously, do that because it helps. Is not. I don't have a. I don't have a like or a follow or a subscribe button like the Twitch streams do. It's difficult to uh, to gauge what people are liking and what they're not. So um, get out there and and uh, give me a review and a rating on iTunes. That would be a big help. I think that's all the places. I was thinking the other day. I haven't done that in a long time. I haven't done those those things. Like I'm getting, yeah, yeah. like I'm getting think, lazy. Yeah. I'm getting lazy. I think it. I think it's just that we've been so packed with what we're doing. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Like we just talk about so much that by the end of it, you're exhausted most of the time. I'm exhausted right now. I'm gonna. I'm gonna go take a nap. Wow. It's like <laughs> three in the afternoon. I know, but I gotta get up for work and then work overnight. So, like a nap is kind of a key part of my day today. Okay, I can I can get down with that. Because on Monday I end up getting up early. It's just this whole big thing. It's not really worth talking about. But that's that's a show. That is that's it. Bam. We are cool Done. and the gang. Thanks for listening. <laughs> I'm cool, and I'm Sean. <laughs> You're the gang. Try it again. I'm cool, and I'm the gang. <laughs> this is. <laughs> The, the fold. fold. <laughs> <laughs>